The Utica Comets have been doing some amazing things during the course of this season. However, is their head coach, Kevin Deneen, in deserving of a spot of being the next Devils head coach? And also, there's a player that was sent down to the Utica Comets and a player that was brought up. There's pros and cons to this. There's a lot to discuss in today's episode, so buckle up. You're Locked On Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi, this is Bryce Salvador, and you're Locked On Devils with Trey Matthews. Alrighty now, what is up, New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, Kyle Chaki, play-by-play announcer, and also Devils writer for Pucks and Pitchforks, Trey Matthews. So, in yesterday's episode, I talked about Peter DeBoer and his overall coaching dilemma. I also entertained the fact that maybe the New Jersey Devils should consider him if they are looking for a new head coach, if they decide to part ways with Lindy Ruff. We'll talk about that momentarily, but let's uh, tell another story. So, Peter DeBoer, his hope is still alive. He's like a cat. He has nine lives for right now because the Vegas Golden Knights were able to beat the Washington Capitals 4-3, to but that doesn't tell the entire story because there's a bit of a backstory. So, DeBoer placed the blame on Leonard as to why the Golden Knights lost to the Devils 3-2 the other night and said that Thompson was their only consistent goalie. But remember what I said in the last episode in regards to DeBoer and his overall poor coaching decisions? Because instead of starting Thompson for that said game against the Washington Capitals after he placed the blame on Leonard, he elected to go back to Leonard and pulled Leonard from the game and replaced him with Thompson in a 1-1 game. Uh, that makes no sense. Why not just start Thompson in the first place? I don't know like what his overall coaching process is, which is, okay, you place the blame on Leonard. You say that Thompson is your only consistent goalie. You're in life and death situation right now. You're in desperate mode. You, you really have little to no room for error. So if you're saying that Thompson is your most consistent goalie, why not put him in against the Washington Capitals so that way you give yourself a chance to win, albeit I'm sure he's not really going to be tossing and turning all night considering the fact that the Vegas Golden Knights were able to walk away with the victory. But like I said, it goes back to his overall poor coaching decision, and that's what ultimately got him fired from the Panthers, the Devils, the Sharks, and now possibly the Vegas Golden Knights if they are unable to make the playoffs. So like I said, that made no sense, and I'm not locked on Golden Knights, so I can't really discuss that question too heavily, but it goes to what I said about DeBoer and his poor coaching decisions. So remember the Devils and Adam Larson. So DeBoer is really lucky right now, and you know he is in Vegas, so sometimes you do need to roll the dice and just try to press your luck just a bit because in Sin City there really are no regrets if you decide to like you know just place that bet whatever the case might be so like I said uh, him not starting Thompson in basically every game from here on out for the Vegas Golden Knights is life or death so you know just him uh, not doing that uh, just raises the question as to maybe that's why he's been fired so many times you know like I said from all these organizations just because he makes poor coaching decisions and the Devils are certainly no exception to that we're no strangers to that fact we've experienced it firsthand with uh, his overall decision on Adam Larson and just how he handled the roster in general so I talked more about that in the previous episode so uh, I'm gonna do a bit of a follow-up from uh, yesterday's discussion so uh, the overall question I brought up in yesterday's episode because I talked about DeBoer and his overall coaching dilemma. I talked about the overall situation that the Vegas Golden Knights are currently in because now they're basically in a must-win scenario 
from every game here on out. There's really no room for them to lose. And I talked about how maybe the New Jersey Devils kind of played a factor in that. So I raised the overall question. Would you want DeBoer back as uh, head coach for the Devils? I put that poll on Twitter and most of you said no. My buddy and friend of the show, Jersey Joe, responded by saying, no recycling old coaches. We need new and fresh strategies. So here's my opinion on the matter. So I agree with what you guys have been saying, saying, you know, like, no more recycling coaches, you know, and what Jersey Joe brought up, he is absolutely right. We, I guess we do need a new voice. We do need fresh blood in our system. But ultimately, I'm just like, okay, think about this from this perspective. DeBoer has been to two Stanley Cup finals in his first season for any organization that he's coached. So, you know, obviously he, he didn't make the playoffs with the Florida Panthers. But uh, more recently, the Devils, he was able to reach the Stanley Cup finals back in 2012 in his first season as Devils head coach. And he was able to do the same thing for the San Jose Sharks and the past couple years of him being at the helm for the Vegas Golden Knights he's been able to reach the playoffs and right now they're on the brink of making the playoffs they're also on the brink of being eliminated from playoff contention so ultimately it's just like when you think from that perspective it's just like I think you still need to just entertain the thought of maybe giving DeBoer an interview process I'm not saying you know make him your first option but at least give it a chance and just see where his headspace is at see if maybe you know uh, if he is the better option on the table because quite honestly I, I'm more willing to take a, a chance on someone who's familiar someone who knows the organization someone who I've seen had success in the NHL before versus like a completely new coach who doesn't really have any experience like the one one candidate that I've been seeing like buzz around Devils Twitter is like possibly bringing up Kevin Deneen from the Utica comments and being our next head coach. That would be a huge risk in my opinion because he does have some previous NHL coaching experience like he was a coach for three years for the Florida Panthers but I just don't think that's uh what uh, the Devils are looking for currently. Like, I think he's great in the Utica Comets organization. I'll talk more about what the Comets have done because the Devils did make some moves in, in regards to bringing someone up and then sending someone down. So I'll talk about that a little later in the episode. But in regards to Deneen as possibly being the next head coach for the New Jersey Devils, I just really don't think it's worth the risk because what he's doing right now is great for Utica Comets. And I guess the argument you can uh, make is that he knows how to work with young guys because Utica Comments is filled with young guys. The Devils have a very stacked roster down there, and they have definitely have seen a lot of success. And you're overall uh, excited for the development that could potentially happen at this stage uh, when they're brought up to the NHL because we've been seeing it with Kevin Ball. We've been seeing it with Jesper Boquist. We've been seeing it with a lot of players who, you know, are screaming potential right now. And it's not just Dawson Mercer. It's not just Alexander Holtz. And then in the future, it's not just going to be Luke Hughes, but it's other players that we haven't really thought about, including like Zeller who was able to get his first career NHL goal recently as well. So for Deneen, I guess you do give him an interview and you just see like what he could potentially do. But at the same time, I don't think he should be a top candidate. I just don't think he has the necessary experience to take us to the next level. However, in his first season as coach for the Florida Panthers, he was able to finish first in the Southeast Division, excuse me, but they lost in the first round. And then he didn't qualify for the playoffs the next season. And then he was fired mid-season come 2013 to 2014 season so that's the overall concern I have which is yes he has some NHL experience but it's been almost 10 years since he's coached at the NHL level and 
for what he's got right now. Yes, he's a former player. Yes, he's doing well for the Utica Comets, but at the same time, is he really worth the risk? And it goes back to my overall take on Peter DeBoer because here's Peter DeBoer. He does have a lot of NHL experience. Yes, he's gotten canned from three organizations, possibly four, uh, if all doesn't go well for the Vegas Golden Knights. But at the same time, he's reached the Stanley Cup Finals twice with uh, our organization and the San Jose Sharks organization. And yes, I, I get recycling coaches usually never works and it is a bit of a risk. But at the same time, if I had to choose between Peter DeBoer and then Kevin Deneen, I would honestly choose Peter DeBoer. But like I said, I don't know what's on the table. We haven't officially said anything in regards to Lindy Ruff and his future. We're just going to have to wait until what happens during the course of the offseason. So for right now, uh, that that's my overall stance, which is, yes, you guys are correct. I, I, I guess it's not really smart to recycle old head coaches. But at the same time, you know, if DeBoer is like the clear-cut favorite in terms of experience and past success in the NHL level, then you'd be silly not to consider him for the job. But like I said, that's just an option that was presented on the table. It's not my top choice, but I'm just saying worst comes to worst. If DeBoer is still available, then, you know, I think it's time to put the pettiness and the saltiness aside and just maybe consider him for the job because there might not be a better option out there. That's not a knock to what Deneen has done for the Utica comments. I'm just saying for right now what the Devils have. Uh, on the table in regards to maybe finding a new voice in the locker room. But like I said, this is all hypothetical. We have not confirmed uh, whether or not we're going to stick with Lindy Ruff next year or move on from him. But like I said, I just wanted to do a follow-up from yesterday's episode. So I just wanted to give you guys uh, where my headspace is at in terms of looking for a new head coach. So before we talk about the Utica comments and their amazing achievement and also a series of moves that the Devils have been making recently, it is time for the first library this morning and it comes from HelloFresh. So with HelloFresh, you get farm fresh, pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. So get farm fresh, seasonal produce and easy to make recipes delivered right to your door every week. Ingredients travel from the farm to your doorstep in under a week, so they're always fresh all without the trip to the grocery store or farmer's market. It's all convenient with HelloFresh. Not only do the ingredients come pre-portioned, so you're not overbuying or wasting food, but it's easier than ever getting filling meals on the table in a snap with options like family-friendly or quick and easy recipes. So like I said, guys, I'm a very busy person, college student. Sometimes I don't really have time to go to the store. Sometimes I don't have time to go to the farmer's market. I know my mother is the same uh, way in terms of just having to deal with our family. So uh, we love using HelloFresh because, like I said, you get farm fresh delivery portions right to your doorstep. And at the same time, you don't really have to uh, get out of your seat and you don't have to go to the grocery store and you don't have to uh, like pay for the expensive travel to get to the grocery store with how gas prices are. So I got an offer for you guys that you cannot refuse. Go to HelloFresh.com slash LockedOn16 and use the code LockedOn16 for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. Again, I'll repeat it so you don't have to rewind. Go to HelloFresh.com slash LockedOn16 and use the code LockedOn16 for up to 16 free meals and three 
free gifts. And now, the second live read comes from our friends at Built Bar. So, Built Bar is delicious, and I really love them because it makes me healthy. It gives me the energy that I need. So, have you ever tried the pasta? If you haven't, you're missing out on one of Built Bar's best-tasting protein bars. Pasta are the first-ever protein-infused marshmallow. They're fluffy. They're marshmallow-y. They're not just a protein bar. They're a treat, and they're covered in 100% real chocolate. Pasta are a fan favorite with some incredible flavors. Yummy cinnamon churro, coconut marshmallow, banana cream pie. So good. These are going to be your new favorite flavors. All Built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. Yes, puffs included. 100% real chocolate, low calorie, high protein. Replace your candy bars with these. They are better. A typical candy bar can be anywhere from two to 300 calories. Go to Built.com, scroll down to the macros chart, and you'll be blown away. High protein, low calorie, high fiber, low carb. So most Built Bars contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. They have so many delicious flavors, including mint brownie, coconut, coconut almond, and even white chocolate cookies and cream. They are all delicious, and new flavors are coming out all the time. If you think a flavor might be good, they'll make it. It will be delicious, and it'll be good for you. At Built Bar, they are big about taste, and if you think something might be delicious, they'll figure out a way to make it healthy. I don't know how they do it, but somehow, someway, they're able to find a way. So the offer is go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your order. Again, use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built. Okay, so let's shift things a little bit. Let's talk more about the Utica Comets and what they've been able to do this season. So uh, they won the 2021-2022 North Division title, and it was the first time that they were crowned division champs since 2015. And this is the first time that a Devils affiliate, because remember, during that time period, the affiliate of the Devils was still the Binghamton Devils. So once again, this is the first time by a Devils affiliate uh, to win the division championship since 1998. So congratulations. To the comments, congratulations to Kevin Deneen, congratulations to the entire organization. I'm really excited to see what the future holds for them. And also, just giving you guys this side note Alexander Holtz was able to get his 25th goal this season with the comments. So, I'm really excited to see what the future holds for the comments organization and the overall young guys that. Uh, participate on the roster. I'm excited to see a couple other guys join our team in the near future. Particularly, I have my eyes set on Luke Hughes and Shakir Mukamadoulin and the overall development that's going on in our AHL program. It makes that rebuild uh, that much more exciting for the Devils organization. So I'm really looking forward to it. So uh, in regards to, to the comments and some moves that the Devils have been making during these past couple of days, the Devils have recalled Nikita Ahochuk from Utica. And in, in, in a corresponding move, they sent down Nico Dawes back to Utica. So here's the thing, guys. I know it's sad to see Nico Dawes go. I was a little stunned to see the news. Well, I was stunned, but at the same time, I kind of saw it coming because I think this is a dead giveaway that Mackenzie Blackwood will be making his return sooner rather than later. And then obviously with what Hammond was able to do in the previous game against the Vegas Golden Knights, I guess this kind of set up the opportunity for Nico Dawes to take a couple steps back, go back to Utica and help them win the the entire playoffs because they're competing for the Calder Cup, whereas the New Jersey Devils were not really competing for anything but other than pride at this point. So it doesn't really make sense for us to withhold the Utica comments as uh, one of their best goalies in our organization when we really have no uh, sights of winning anything at this point. Well, you know, we want to win out the rest of the regular season because of the talent we have, but at the same time, it's not really going to get us that far. So uh, Nico Dawes is much needed 
in uh, Utica compared to New Jersey right now, despite our goalie situation still not really being the best, but it's all starting to come full circle because when we originally got Hammett, it was intended for Hammett to just, you know, take the burden off of Dawes' shoulders a bit. And obviously with what Hammett was able to do the last game against the Vegas Golden Knights, because that kind of told Lindy Ruff and the entire organization that I think Hammett still has a couple more good games left in him because when he first uh, made his debut uh, for the New Jersey Devils, it did not go well at all. And, you know, we were talking about like, you know, now Dawes is going to receive little to no help. And then uh, all of a sudden Hammond was able to catch lightning in a bottle and just basically stymie the overall attack from the Vegas Golden Knights. So ultimately, I'm glad that Nico Dawes is going to be sent back down to Utica and help them try to win the Calder Cup. Because like I said, I love Nico Dawes. I love what he was able to do for our organization. But at the same time, it's just like, you know, we put him into an unfair position. We made him essentially our starting goalie after Blackwood and Jonathan Bernier went down with injuries. And Nico Dawes was obviously the best option going forward because out of all the goalies that were given chances, including him, Akira Schmidt, and a few others, Nico Dawes was the one who was able to just hold down the four and just be the most reliable. Obviously, I think we let go of Scott Wedgwood and Eric Comrie a little too early, and that came back to bite us just a little bit. But, you know, at the same time, at least we still have Nico Dawes, and his overall development is heading in the right direction. He was able to finish uh, this season with the Devils with a record of 10, 11, and 1, and he had a goals against average of 3.11 and a state percentage of 893. So looking back on this, and obviously the casual fan will just look at this and just say that That's not really anything to write home about in terms of a goalie's production. And you're right in a sense, but, you know, when looking at it from a perspective of a Devils fan and what the Devils have been going through this season, including with Mackenzie Blackwood and Jonathan Bernier going down with injuries, Nico Dawes, like I said, was put into a position that he had no business of being put into, and he was able to make the most of it. He had a few big games. He had a few big saves. And, yes, he still has to clean it up a little bit. I think he uh, needs to learn how to have better rebound control and his overall positioning is good but sometimes just making the stop and just positioning his blocker or stick whatever the case might be that's something he definitely has to work on so going into the offseason and when he's playing in the Calder Cup uh, playoffs I think the overall mindset that Nico Dawes has to have if he wants to be a successful goalie for the Devils moving forward especially if he wants any chance of being a part of our future is that he needs to learn how to have better rebound control and in positioning is pretty decent but he needs to learn how to position his equipment if that makes sense so overall I'm satisfied with what Nico Dawes was able to do in the 25 games that he appeared in he started in 23 of them and you know like I said it wasn't perfect it was sometimes a rocky road and sometimes I've been hard on him on this show but at the same time Nico Dawes the future is bright and it does raise the question like you know could he legitimately be the backup goalie for the Devils I still feel as though that's uh, putting him into an unfair position because I don't think the Devils are going to bring back uh, Hammond next year. In fact, I could guarantee you they're not going to bring back Hammond next year. And obviously, Jonathan Bernier, he's a big question mark. So with Nico Dawes and his overall situation, it's just like, you know, are we willing to thrust him into the backup goalie role already so young in his career and just so inexperienced? And he's just 21 years of age, but still, he was able to make the most out of an opportunity. Are we willing to, you know, thrust him into that overall role? And my 
thing is like I think we still need the you know, pump the brakes a little bit, just take a couple steps back. He's heading in the right direction, but at the same time, there's really no rush to make him the backup goalie because, you know, yes, he did perform decent uh, during the games that he appeared in. And uh, overall, from a Devils perspective, I'm sure you can respect his overall commitment and dedication during the course of these last few games. But at the same time, it's just like, you know, uh, I he still has a lot of work to be done if he wants to make it in this league even further. But overall, I think everyone is satisfied with Nico Dawes and his overall production. And I'm excited to see what the future holds. Now, as for uh, Nikita Ahochuk, he is a left-handed defenseman. He appeared in 63 games for the Comets. He had 12 points, three goals, nine assists, and he spent a lot of time in the penalty box. So, in a moment, I'm going to talk about what he can overall bring to the Devils organization. I don't think uh, all that much, but he can certainly bring some physical aggression, if that makes sense. So going back to the Nico Dawes situation, Nikita uh, Hoachuk was called up from the comments in the corresponding move of sending Nico Dawes back down to Utica. And the thing for uh, a whole chuck is just like, you know, we're not going to get that much production from him in terms of points and assists and things of that nature. But at the same time, I think what, what you get from a whole chuck is that you just get a left-handed defenseman. He stands six foot one. He weighs 194 pounds. He's just 21 years of age. He'll be turning 22 in December. So the, the overall thing that I want to take away from our young defensemen is that we're just trying to develop them in the right way. I was talking to Jersey Joe about this a couple days ago. He's excited to see what the overall future holds for our blue line. And I would have to agree with them because we do have a lot of talent down there for Utica. We have a lot of talent to you know develop overseas, wherever the case might be. But at the same time, with someone like a Ho-Chuck and what he could possibly bring to our organization is that he's going to bring physical aggressiveness because obviously when he was playing for the Comets, he took no prisoners. He spent a lot of time in the penalty box. And my thing for him is like, you know what? I love the aggression, but just dial it back a little bit. Just don't try to do too much. This is the NHL and just remain humble because here's another thing that you guys might find surprising. His plus minus was plus 10. So when he's on the rink, he does make a significant good impact. So I'm just putting that out there. So despite him spending a lot of time in the penalty box, despite him putting his team into the penalty kill a lot of times and maybe getting those minors, majors, whatever the case might be, he still has a plus minus of plus 10. So you know that his overall production on the rink is still somewhat respectable. So that's the one thing I just want to see from our young defensemen, which is I want to see them aggressive. I want to see them hungry. I want to see them develop in the right direction. But at the same time, just ease it back a little bit. So once again, I'm excited to see what the future holds for the New Jersey Devils in regards to uh, the overall development of our young guys. And Ahochuk is definitely someone that I'm definitely going to have my eye on. So let me know what you guys think about uh, Nico Dawes being sent down back to Utica. Let me know what you think about Kevin Deneen, Peter DeBoer, whatever the coaching situation is going to be for New Jersey Devils. Because I just want to reiterate, we do not have a confirmation as to what the future plans are for Lindy Ruff. So everything I'm speaking in terms of head coaching is just a hypothetical situation. It's silly season, as I like to call it. So once again, let me know what you guys think. If you're watching on YouTube, leave a comment down below. And if you're listening on a podcast streaming service, hit me up on my personal Twitter page at TreyMatt4 and uh, also the show's Twitter page at LockedOnDevils. If you're a new uh, watcher on YouTube, please remember to like and subscribe. And I am growing this YouTube page each and every day. Would like to see some more subscribers during these next 
uh, couple days, we are a daily podcast here at the Lockdown Podcast Network, and I cover the New Jersey Devils. So I would like to uh, have a lot more support on YouTube. And uh, like I said, I'm about to do a giveaway really soon. So thanks for listening to today's episode, guys. We have a game against the Buffalo Sabres. Looking forward to it. Hopefully we can continue our solid production of just playing respectable hockey. So excited to watch tonight's game. So continue to stay safe. Have a wonderful day, New Jersey. Go Devils. And I'll catch you guys in the next episode. Thanks for listening or watching once again.